G'day, mate. How are you? Good. How are you? Welcome, everybody, back to the Fourth Place Podcast. Yes, Marcus, the motivator here with James. What's going on? Talking into the microphone again. What's please, I am talking into the microphone. You Thank like you it. very much. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm here or there. It does or matter there, because or... you can very distinctly hear the difference. <laughs> well, you can hear you can hear me talking. At least depends on how loud it is. Basically, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just decided to skip to I think one of the last articles because we got one of the last articles to start with. Yeah, well. Well, I read the. I looked at the title of the first one, and that was quite intriguing. Actually, it is pretty. There are some pretty interesting ones here. Actually, no, I can't find it. I was. We'll cover it later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, the first one. Let's start from the top. This is quite the most amazing. Um, I'm gonna like, issue I'm, to have. Yeah, you can read the story, but I'm gonna start with the. Teen had to drink half a liter of vodka to save his own life. From the lad Bible. From the lad Bible. I mean, can you imagine having to drink half a liter of vodka? Like, Again. Hello to, <laughs> hello to, hello to all my uh, Russian friends out there. Bereviat. Yes. It's where it's where vodka is consumed most of. Not by the half liter. Well, I think they do occasionally consume it by the half liter. <laughs> not there. to save their lives, though. Not, no, probably not to save their life. So this is pretty messed up. So basically, I didn't even know this was a thing, but if you drink um, methanol um, instead of actual proper alcohol, then the way to save your life is to actually drink proper alcohol. Okay. To dilute the... um, So you're diluting the actual methanol, basically. Yeah. So basically this guy, he, um, the morning after I woke up with a pretty typical hammer and of course I was toey to get out of bed with the boys again until the real symptoms started to kick in and I had the most excruciating hangover with severe body aches, difficulty breathing and blurred vision. Upon visiting a medical center, I was sent to Bali's International Hospital immediately and his travel insurance wasn't helping him. Yep. But then eventually he found some information online from the LIAM Foundation. Yep. Um, and that we, once he worked out that it wasn't just a brutal hangover he was suffering from, he was instead enduring methanol poisoning, yep. and he realized what he had to do. And the treatment is actually to consume a controlled do- dose of ethanol, in brackets alcohol, yep. which reverses the effects of methanol. Yeah. Fortunately, the help of the person from there was basically to drink 500 millimeters of duty-free <laughs> vodka. It is a lot of vodka. Could you imagine? Imagine if you were if you went home with um, say that glass full of vodka, prost, and you let's say you went home to your parents and you're like, mom, dad. I need to drink this. They'd look at you like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Like, why are you drinking pure alcohol from a thing? Effectively. And he's like, no, no, no. This is my medicine the doctor gave me. And then they're like, you're a a liar. And then you're like, no, the doctor actually told me that I need to to drink this. Yeah. So it's insanity. If you ever need an excuse to drink half a liter of vodka, Let's drink methanol it. first. Yeah, and then, that's, that's <laughs> then you, you go and first. you drink half a liter of vodka and say, yep. this is what I needed that's to do. That's how you do it, basically. So, so if, you, if you need an excuse to drink half a liter of vodka at work. 
Well, you drink methanol in the morning, then drink yeah. booze, then drink vodka at lunchtime. This is happy days. <laughs> this is the way That's to That's free <laughs> medical advice out there. <laughs> and Marcus is a doctor. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, I'm not a doctor. doctor. As his Photoshop degree says. Yes. <laughs> There was there was a place where you could buy in Asia um, fake degrees, and I wanted to buy like a whole bunch of them, and just like every day put a different one behind my desk, and be like, <laughs> "Today I'm a doctor, tomorrow I'm a lawyer, the next day I'm an accountant." That'd be great, actually. Do you reckon anyone would notice? I think they would. You, you, no, I don't reckon they would. How would many people actually you... read them? Besides you, would well, know if that... you had them on display and whatever. What would be funny is That's if you put I, like all 10 of them up on the wall or something. <laughs> you, you, you've graduated in every single you've field. You've graduated in every single field, basically. <laughs> I have a degree in nursing. I have a degree in English literature. I yeah. have a degree in Russian poetry. I have oh, a degree yeah. in business, <laughs> business law, international business, international, local business. Yeah, accounting, law. Arts. Oh, what did you major in? Everything. Everything. <laughs> they're like, did you major in this? And you're just pulling out different degrees of. Yeah, you've got a shit ton of degrees all over the place of stuff that you've actually learned. That, yeah, that would be quite funny. And then when they ask, what did you learn in um, university? You tell them that, well, if you drink methanol, you get to drink a half a liter of alcohol yeah. and not be an alcoholic. But apparently an estimated 10 people per day die from methanol poisoning in Indonesia. It seems like it's a actual thing there. Yeah. And this guy got it from a um, reputable bar apparently. At least, yeah, that's it's what it is. It's probably the type of booze they're drinking. That's what it would be. No, I think that supposedly it's meant to be, I, I believe the story is that the guy bought a proper vodka that's meant to be proper from a thing. Yeah. And instead the place substituted it with methanol instead for... Either the place did or they purchased it from someone who said substituted it or up, whatever. Yeah. 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 It's that is just fucked. Anyway, what's the next story? Um so a um a a, a this comes from the Hindu. Yep. Karnataka um college. Karnataka, yeah. You got a degree from there, don't you? I do have a degree I don't remember from which one, Karnataka. but one of my seventy yeah, degrees 70 from there. Degrees. <laughs> um was pulled up as a new way of um out of the box method to check people from copying. Um and so in an attempt in an out of the box solution to the problem, basically what they've done is put cardboard boxes over people's heads. Or oh, cartons. yes. I saw <laughs> so this photo. Cheat. Yeah. So there was there was a photo posted up online about this actually happening as well, I think. Well, there's, this is a story. Which I know, but, a but, photo. No, no, but I think as, as part of this story, I think I saw a number of days ago as well. It came up on um, came up on one of them on, I think, either my newsfeed or one of the major news outlets here in Australia. They had this story and they showed the photo of like the cardboard boxes over all the students' heads while yeah, they're doing yeah, a yeah. test. I was just like. Genius. Like it's either genius, it's either genius or complete stupidity. Yeah. Um, what I find amazing is the level that people actually go to to actually cheat and how they actually get away with it. Yeah. I mean, I've heard stories of people making phone calls in. I don't even know how on earth this is possible, but they call someone and get the answers to what they're doing while they're in an um, exam. Yeah, and how can that be when generally 
your phone shouldn't be on the table in the first place. Shouldn't be on the table. Shouldn't Even if you go to the toilet, aren't you meant to be modded? How would they not hear you yeah. talking on the phone and being like, hey, what is the answer to? Yeah. It's kind of like how how does someone get away with that? Basically? One ingenious way I saw that someone actually did it is they they reprint, they, they bring in a water bottle because you're allowed to bring in water bottles in a lot of places. Yeah, and that, basically they reprinted the label on the oh, water yeah, bottle so, yeah, I know about and that then one. put notes yeah, in there. Yeah. That's smart. That's yeah. good. But I think the water bottle has to be a- Another very good way to do it is if, you, if you're looking for a nice way to cheat in exams, and I'm just going to go out on them and say we highly encourage you to do this, <laughs> is... Um, your tattoo on your arm. Yeah, I've, I've known people to like write notes on their <laughs> no, legs. No, 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 or... don't just write notes. You put a tattoo. Tattoo, yeah. Because, you know, they can they can tell you to get rid of pen ink, but they can't tell you to get rid of yeah, a tattoo. tattoo. yeah. Or if you want, just tattoo the whole thing on like your arm or whatever. Yeah, you tattoo pi, the full numbers, and then when you get asked <laughs> what that is, could you imagine how angry you would be if... You tattooed on your arm, Pi. whatever it was, so for like whatever subject. Fifty decimal places, and then they don't ask about that. Yeah, that'd topic. be quite funny, actually. <laughs> imagine the rage you would have. It'd be a fair bit of rage, I'd imagine. Yes, it would. Okay, now I have a question for you. Yes. When is it okay to ask a mate to toss for you? Um, to of, toss for you. Yeah. You need you need a mate to have a toss for you. Because someone very public has come out and done this. Um, I don't know if you feel comfortable with the mate tossing you. Toss for you, toss. not tossing you. Jesus, that's disgusting. Having a toss for having a toss for you, then. Yeah. Whenever suits, I suppose. Whenever's most comfortable. Well, South African cricket great Graham Smith has taken aim at Faf Duplessis or however Faf Duplessis. Get an easy to pronounce name for me, oh, yeah, please. That's, that's for that's, ignorant people like myself. Um, for using tem- Temba Bavuma. Again, that's probably wrong. Let me to write, call. Uh, what's his? Where? So you fucked up. Faf Temba. Tuka. Yeah. Temba Bavuma. Temba Bavuma. Yeah, that's probably right. To call, I thought you were going to read the whole thing. No. To call the toss for him before the third test against India. Yep. Basically, Duplass. Faf Duplessis. Well, no, it's just Duplessis. Has endured an absolute nightmare at the toss in recent oh, times. Oh, yeah, the cricket toss. Losing yeah. his last 10 on the trot. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all had a bad toss in our time. 10 in a row sometimes. The old toss, yeah. Well, whichever toss you want to yeah. refer to. Um, so in a bid to... To try to change his luck, he got someone else to call it for him. And unfortunately, it didn't work with um, Virat Kohli winning the toss and India piling on 497 runs after batting first. Yeah, And he, to add even insult to injury is Kohli um, couldn't help but laugh at him. Imagine having your opposition laugh at you for asking your mate to toss for you. Yeah. When... You're right, Faf's, in a, Faf's uh, struggling there with picking whether it's going to be heads or tails at the toss. Yes. Um, and it is quite – I would expect Virat Kohli to piss himself laughing at him, to be honest. So, yeah. Um, it does remind me of um, like – I think it was like under 12s or something like that, playing football. The umpire came in to the change rooms and was like, who's the captain here? We need to go have a toss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the way that he worded it was just oh, it's like... it's just fantastic. Yeah. 
completely ignorant of the fact that <laughs> yeah, what he's actually hey boys, saying. Let's go have a toss. Let's go have a toss, <laughs> and I think you'd almost end up uh, on a certain list and. <laughs> there was some yeah, weird these days, to be honest. So. There was one guy that I remember who um, randomly would walk into the change rooms and he was harmless, but at the same time was a little bit nuts. Um, he would walk into the change rooms and he would just act as if he was doing his hair in the mirror. Yeah. There was no mirror or nothing there. He oh, was yeah, just like nice. standing in a random spot, like doing his hair completely unrelated to anyone and not for no random reason. Fair enough, as you do. As I do. That's why I do it now. Mm. Bringing on the tradition of people doing their hair yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Do it, just do it in the middle of nowhere. Just. Well, okay, so this one comes from Vice. There's no such thing as fourth date anymore and other new dating rules. Were you aware that the dating rules have changed? Uh, no, because let's be honest, there are no dating rules. There are now. What are they? There's new dating rules. What are they? So dating apps have um, altered the dynamics of relationships completely. I don't think they've altered the dynamics. Well, according to them, they have. No, that's bullshit. Well, you know, you're looking for a relationship or at least a four out of 10 shag because being on Tinder just to look isn't a thing. Sorry, they say at Rice. Yeah. Nobody goes urban outfitters to browse. You're taking home that 35 pound PBC bucket hat, whether you like it or not. Firstly, if you're buying that, go fuck yourself. Yeah. 35 pound PVC bucket hat. There are, there. obviously, if you're doing that kind of shit, no wonder your dating life fucking sucks. Yeah, I was going to say. Like sometimes you're looking at one all, aspect and when really you have such other you, problems. You, that you need like, to be like... If you're looking at, yeah. If you're asking your mate to toss for you, then no wonder your dating life yeah, sucks. Yeah, your dating life would be pretty shit. Like you need to be, I always say I always say to people that before they actually start dating anyone else, they need to make sure they've got their own shit sorted out. Yep. Like, because the simple rule is, if you can't look after yourself, how the fuck are you going to be able to take care of someone else or be able to, at least consider someone else if you're if you if you can't even look after yourself in the first place. Yeah, but you still want to date. So what's the solution well, there? There's nothing wrong with like going out and seeing people, having a bit of fun, or but a hooker. Each to their own. <laughs> um, Asking but, a mate for a toss. Oh yeah, each. As I said whatever <laughs> floats your boat as far as. Um, but yeah, if you can't if you can't look after yourself. Then let's be honest, you shouldn't, you're not going to end up with anyone else. Lining up three new strangers a week from Tinder or Happen or OkCupid, her, Grinder. I haven't even heard of her. Neither have I. Or Happen. No. Heard of OkCupid. I've heard of. Met Marcus on Grinder. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've heard of Happened, but only maybe once or twice. Um, the good news is your ability to increase your odds of finding someone you like simply by speeding up the process has never been greater. However, this acceleration has given us new rules. So what do you reckon the rules are? Because I guarantee you're going to say something different to there this. There are no, I don't know, go out and enjoy yourself and have a fucking good time well, doing it. Well, that's not on the list. So no, the list number one, fucked. there is no such thing as a fourth date. Except literally when you're on the fourth date. You can have a fourth date if you want. That's up to you. It can be a fourth date. But not with before the, marriage. It can be a fourth date with the same person or it can be a fourth date with four different people. Or it can it be a fourth matter. date with a mate after he's 
Giving you a toss. Very well could be. You could have had sex on the second date anyway, so it doesn't matter. But then you still can have a fourth date. Exactly. Of course you can. That's literally saying that you can only date people three times and that's it. No, is that's what, not true. That is what Vice are saying here. That's wrong. Vice, you're wrong. There are the rules and as there are no fourth dates in Britain apparently. Okay. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe... Britain is different. You're legally not allowed to date someone for the fourth time. So You're legally not allowed to date someone. If you meet for the someone you love, time. tell them the fuck off after the third date. Yeah, great idea. I got a mate. He's got a toss for me. So yeah, tell him to fuck off after the fourth time. Apparently, it you may think that it has far too many exceptions, but the point isn't that you have to make a serious commitment on date four. It's simply a recognition that by then, if by then you know if you're into the person you're seeing and want to keep going. Yep. Uh, whatever. There's no such thing as playing hard to get either. Well, that does exist because some people like to be uh, – how can I put this? Some people like to ask others to um, toss for them. Some yeah. people – like to say Some you can't like, toss with yeah, me. You can't. To- you can't do anything with. You can't do anything with Some me. People, I'm just going to string you along. And Some people like to say that we're going to toss the coin, but you got to turn around and you can't watch. Exactly. You have much. to just mentally imagine what What's our happened. toss looks like. Yeah. <sighs> Apparently, on the internet, it comes across as disinterest. Well, of course. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever. The amount of talking and hanging out you do is, has no bearing on what this is. I mean, I kind of feel like if you do spend more time with someone, it kind of has some bearing on what it is uh, than yes, someone that you don't spend any does. time with. Yeah. Otherwise, it's generally. the same as someone who's in love and been on four dates with someone and spent four nights together and four full days together yes. is exactly the same as someone who is a peeping Tom and watches someone else get changed in <laughs> yes. the window because hanging out has no bearing yeah, on what it is. Normally the what, just, just, just as a courtesy to those of you out there, Go fuck when yourself. you spend, that is one of my favorite <laughs> quotes to be honest, when you spend more time with a person, Generally, you, there's either more of an attraction and you, you want to actually spend more time with that because you enjoy spending more time with that person. Doesn't that – that would make sense normally, I would have thought. I guess. But obviously not to Vice. No, clearly Apparently not. Vice so, is so – the Goldilocks zone of texting, fancy a drink is a terrible first message. Even if you do, you need to have at least a few minutes of chat prior first. You can just say hello in a text message. Okay, what if you met someone out and you're at a Bali nightclub and yep. they've just drank methanol? Yep. Can you ask them fancy to drink the next day? Yeah, if you wanted to. I have 500 mils of vodka and yeah. you're going to die if, I, if you don't drink yeah. it. So. Of course yeah. you can. Whether they fancy it or not is up to them. Well, well, it's up to whether they live or not. That, that as well. Do you know the power you have over someone if they're going to live if you give them... Your vodka or not? No, you never know what kind of power you've got over them when you've got vodka. It's <clears throat> too easy to edit yourself over texting, apparently. I think attitudes towards sex indicates a personality type. It's just sex, right? Let's fucking see if we're compatible. Otherwise, you might have five dates. Somehow they're now talking about five dates in the article oh, where they wow. said you, could earn, you couldn't have four. But anyway, and develop feelings before you realize the sex will never work. Sex is something that actually can just be enjoyed by two people that 
just want to have sex. Can also be paid for and only enjoyed by one party. I'm aware of this, yes. <laughs> um, I've finally found out what is stopping me from winning a marathon. What is it? At world record pace. I mean, I've been so close all this time. Yep. Um, now, I don't know if you saw that this guy broke the sub two-hour marathon record because he had a mechanical spring-like device in his shoe, which they're saying is the same to doing drugs. So I actually watched probably the last 20 minutes of uh, this guy's marathon run. Eliad Kipchoge is his name. Um, now, yeah, I heard the rumors that he had apparently had something implanted in his shoes. Yeah, and who knew that's all that's been holding me back from running a sub two-hour marathon. Yeah, shoes. Yeah. Also, you need to run a kilometer at... Two minutes and well, that fifty seconds. <laughs> at two minutes and fifty set at under two minutes and fifty seconds for forty two. Yeah, well, if, if I had those shoes, I'd right. be doing it. <laughs> Should we put you on a treadmill with those shoes and we'll see how you go? Yeah, well, you organize it and then I'll consider. I it. think we'll go to a, we'll go to. In fact, I know where we can go. We've I got an idea where we can go and do this. Where? Well, we have a friend. We have a friend's apartment that has a gym. Oh. We should go there. We should go there <laughs> one afternoon. Well, you buy me the shoes and then I'll uh, try. No, you, you buy me the shoes and I'll attempt it. I don't even know how where to get these <laughs> shoes from. We need to somehow get the shoes. If they're complaining about it so much, I don't think it's easy to just buy the shoes either. No, I think that everything. So for this, but again, that's all that's holding me back. I mean, until you buy the me shoes. the shoes, so I can prove up. You can prove otherwise. That's all that's holding me back from a sub two hour marathon. Okay. I don't even think you could run a hundred meters to be honest. <laughs> in those shoes, I would be able to sprint it. You reckon you'd be able to run a sub ten meters? seconds, a hundred meters with those How shoes? How far do you reckon you could run in those shoes? A marathon you in under two you hours. Run a marathon in under two hours. Yeah, I think it's a bit pushing it to say I could run further. Well, I than bet a marathon, you don't even get a lap of an <laughs> athletics track, even with those shoes on. To be well, before you go, fuck this, <laughs> fuck the shoes. They can. They might have wonderful springs. Get me shit the shoes and I'll <laughs> prove to you I can. I'll be running my sub. So whoever's out there, whoever whoever sponsored whoever sponsored Elliot Kipchoge and got him his shoes, can you please get be in a much better investment? With, can you please get in contact with us? Send us a message so we can get James to try and run a marathon in under two hours. Because yes, that would be worth watching. Don't you worry about that. That we could live stream easily. I, I'll do it easily. Someone just has to get me the shoes. Yes. And until someone can get me the shoes, I'm proven right that I can do it. You definitely can't, but anyway. I definitely can. I don't see I'd any proof. There is zero proof that I cannot do it you definitely with those shoes. Can. I definitely can with the shoes. And there's no proof you- that I can't. Well, you pro- anyway. Let's well, move no, on. there's no we'll proof. Get, we'll, we'll get. We'll, there is no proof that we will get these that shoes, those shoes would not be enough running. for me and to this do. This will it. be one of the funniest <laughs> things ever when you're running with those shoes. All right, well, right out, moving on. This one comes from Channel Seven News. Yep. A man loses his mind after council cut his building in two to solve a property dispute. Oh, yes. Did supreme, you see this? Yeah. Yes, I even I saw this one a as well. A supremely pissed off man says local officials have attempted to solve an ongoing property dispute in um, the most ridiculous way yeah. imaginable. It happened in the U.S. state of Ohio where um, following a complaint by a local resident who says the township constructed a building that was partly on his property. Their attempt to resolve the matter didn't go down too well. 
He says it pretty much the most ridiculous thing ever. He said as he tried negotiating with the township leaders since January but last week when they didn't reach an agreement, officials put up a fence and cut down part yeah, of the they building. Just cut down, they just they just literally I don't know if if in fact you probably haven't seen the footage, but there was a photo of it and there's just a fence which looks like it's just running straight through the middle <laughs> of a house. And it's just like what? What the fuck's happened here, basically? Do you know how much fun that would be to prank people and just do that? Oh, you did. Just <laughs> Sorry, your house is now partially. Partially, <laughs> partially owned by like local council or something and just, yeah. just build a fence straight through the middle of like the, I don't know, just through the <laughs> middle of the bathroom. I think that the would thing be is perfect. If, if, you're a, if you're in the council, you don't give a shit about it because it doesn't really affect you. It's the yeah. council's money. So if you worked in the council, you could just, just go around just deliberately. Fuck with yeah, fuck with people. Just fuck with people. Cut their toilet off so that their toilet is oh, open. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, as I said, have like have half the bathroom. <laughs> but have specifically half the bathroom. So yeah, the, the toilet's, toilet's over there. the fence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's that a good idea. So that when they're having a shit, people can see from outside. Yeah. That- the, 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 local, the local council, while they're having me- the meeting, can see that um, – that the person who they've cut off is having a shit, <laughs> is having a shit while in the think middle of the meeting. Think of how good you would feel as the um, councilman if you got to see them do that. Like they complained, and then you you rock up the next day with the news. That would be, and this person is yeah. just sitting there taking a shit. That would be impressive. <laughs> All right, well, that great. I think it's we address time we addressed that we haven't been on for a little bit because Correct. you've been busy with a couple of things. I have. Um, and this is from the sun. It actually got reported in the sun. One of the reasons why you weren't um, able to, mm-hmm. um, you said, I'm not a stalker as babe station fan. You are, you launched an appeal to find a glamour model so you can leave her 20,000 pounds in your will. You um, launched an appeal to track down a glamour model who you spoke to for a year on Babe Station um, so that you can leave £20,000 um, in your will. It, I think they spelt your name wrong. It says here Thomas Weir from Milton Keynes, but it's meant to say Marcus from Melbourne, Australia, obviously, said he wants to leave the money to the model because she's lovely. Thomas Marcus wants to find Laura Jones after speaking to her for a year on the tech TV sex line and website after suffering for years, um, he isn't doing well and he doesn't have long left. And he, he says, you said that you weren't a stalker or anything like that. (laughs) Um, you don't want to get in touch with her. That's not you. Um, you think she'll spend the money wisely and she's such a lovely person. She's a loon. Very funny. Um, your nephews and nieces all live abroad and are doing very well and you have no children. Um, so there's no one else for you to leave the money to. So you're trying to find out, um, who Laura Jones is so that you can leave her the money. Yeah. Still too big, too big. Hopefully you can find her. Not found. It's not very good. Imagine trying to leave. Imagine trying to leave £20,000 to someone in your will and then you can't actually find out who they I'm are. I'm sure you'd be able to find who they are eventually. There's enough There's enough. There's enough. enough ways to find people in this day and age. Well, not necessarily if they're on a sex line where they're deliberately trying to, um, trying to not be found. Yeah. But I suppose someone can... 
someone will find someone will find get enough information. What's even crazier is that like Babe Station, the sex line that he's been messaging, they can't even track this woman down. That makes yeah. They say she must have her phone on silent. That's smart. So, but well, how, how are you gonna have can't your, they? How, yeah, why can't they track them? They take a carton. Exactly. You'd think they'd have details about them, to be honest. All right. This one comes from the Telegraph. Again, you wanted to write in. Um, this time you've written in about how you have a trophy wife and you don't care that she only wants you for your money. It's your second marriage. You're all too well aware that um, you're the ultimate cliche. Possibly having a midlife crisis and you've just married a woman who's only six years older than your daughter. Nothing wrong with that. I try to, you try to tell What's your, wrong with that? I don't know. Yeah, nothing. Well, you would say that, wouldn't you? Get to enjoy life. You tried to tell yourself that uh, you don't care what anyone else thinks, but it's only your new wife's feelings and yours that matter, but you do care really. Your ex-wife and you had a reasonably amicable divorce 11 years ago. I don't understand with this bloke, right? It's really simple. Why the hell would he marry a trophy wife? Just get three girlfriends instead. Makes it so much easier and then you can have one of them whenever you want. Yeah, well, apparently in the previous marriage, they stopped having sex. Well, okay, you break up and then you just find a girlfriend they, they who lived wants in to have separate sex with um, bedrooms. Yeah, okay, well, that's over. But get a girlfriend who wants to have sex with you whenever the hell you want when when it works for both of you. That's that's an easier solution. Yeah, but your ex-wife is saying that um, your decision to marry <laughs> that bit of fluff fuck and the, thinks the you're a deluded old fool. Screw what the, fuck what the ex-wife. Fuck what the ex-wife How thinks. about we talk into the microphones? No, I will not talk into the microphone. <laughs> you need an ex-wife to beat you so you're talking to a microphone. I will first. never have an ex-wife. <laughs> you might be a fool, but you're not deluded. You're under no illusions as to why your young, stunningly beautiful, sexy new wife is with you. I have a beautiful wife. She Thank laughs you at your jokes, tells you you're great in bed, and even compliments your cooking. But... You My suspect wife's cooking is wonderful. You do suspect that she's only with you because you're wealthy. Yeah, who cares? Doesn't matter. Um, you're in your late fifties. You do look good for that, I should say. Fuck, good on him. He's having a fucking good time. Um, you you doubt she's in love with you for the um the fact that you look good for your age, so it must be the money. Like if I was in my 50s and loaded as fucking, I could bang someone 30 years younger than me. I'd do that as well. Why not? You just were saying before not to have a trophy wife. And now you're saying you're pro-trophy wife. You have a wife who looks who looks however they are and whatever you want. It's your relationship. Do whatever you want. If it works for Insightful. you, good on you. Well, anyway, Simple moving on. Moving on. This one comes from the Lad Bible. Now, a woman believes yep. that supermarkets should ditch parent parking oh, and install God, instead oh, rich people parking. Oh, rich people parking. Now, this woman. How loaded was this woman when she came <laughs> up with this idea? In fact, in, fact, wait, wait, wait. in fact, this gets better. I don't think she's the one that's loaded, correct? Well, I don't know about that part yet. But if I were to ask you what suburb she comes from, if she's rich and from Melbourne, where would you be guessing? There's a couple of candidates. Is there? But I don't think it's either of those. Would I be correct? There's a couple of... No, I would say it's the first one you would think of. Well, the, my, the first one is Turak. 
bang. There you go. That someone. She's from Turek, apparently. She's from Turek. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Picture this. You're a parent with young kids and cruising a car park looking for a space. Because of your situation, you naturally look closest to the shopping center or supermarket or the elevator because it would be helpful for you not to have to transverse, whatever. Um, but that's what most people expect. However, one woman from Melbourne reckons we need an overhaul of the system because at the end of the day, money talks. This woman from Turak, obviously a very wealthy suburb in Victoria's capital. Extremely. Has it's probably, what do you reckon? It's it would be the wealthiest. Second or, it'd be, you reckon it's the wealthiest? Probably. It'd be one of the top three for sure. It would, I would say per capita would probably be the wealthiest. Yeah, I wouldn't, I can't disagree with you on that. I think, um, I think the sizing and all that kind of shit you may have, whatever. Well, there anyway. Are, there are McMansions in Turak. In the post that she writes that while visiting my local supermarket, I was disgusted to find the best parking spaces nearest to the door are reserved for so-called parent and child oh, parking. Fuck. Can we get over this? Shit? <laughs> if you Seriously? are fit to produce offspring, you should jolly well be able to walk across the car park and if you're fucking, into the supermarket. And if you're fucking rich enough, get a chauffeur, just get someone to chauffeur drive you to send someone else to get you shopping groceries as well or buy a fridge to get it order it online and get it delivered to you instead yeah well you know the best spaces should be reserved for people with the most expensive cars bullshit it is us who are likely to spend the most in the supermarket and to have the most shopping going to a supermarket in the first place if you're that loaded just order it online and get it delivered it's way easier and less hassle haven't you thought of that instead that's what I'd do if I was that loaded. I'd have a fridge that tells me I want to order this, this, and this and get it delivered. Run out of milk, bang, deliver it to me next day so well, I can sit on my fat, lazy ass. Well, how would you define complain. what – how are you going to define who gets those spots and then how would you test? Simple. It's easy. No, but let's say that you're doing it for real and there there is the wealthy parking. Oh, my God. How do you define what car considered okay? I know. And what if you're rich as fuck but you drive a shitty car? I know. I've There's one test and there's only one car that can park in those rich spots. One brand of car. Has to be a Rolls Royce, nothing oh, else. I was going to say Toyota. But okay. No, Rolls Royce. You, 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 if you're rich enough and you bring this up, you have to be driving a Rolls Royce. If, you, if you're driving anything less than a Rolls Royce. Which you are. Which I definitely am. <laughs> then you can't park in the rich parking spot. His role, even if his roles is being even if you've got a one point seven million dollar, even if you've got a million dollar LaFerrari, no, you can't park there. Rolls Royce, nothing else. That's pretty stingy. Well, they're complaining about you. you, you. Well, what, what if you, you only borrowed the Rolls Royce for the hour? Well, okay, you can park in the you can park in the rich people parking then because you look rich. Plenty of people do things to look rich when, let's be honest, they're not. I thought of a wacky idea for this that could be the case. It seems too ridiculous that someone would actually even send this in. What if it was someone trying to fuck with the person? Because it mentions a name, right? So what if it was, say that I don't like you, which is... If you want to fuck with someone doing that, that's a great What if I was to put into the newspaper that Mark's motivator demands (laughs) this motivational speaker's sparking? You're right. If you're fucking fucking with someone to do that, that is (laughs) outstanding work that you're saying this person wants to fuck with them. 
outstanding. Mar- I like that. Hey, Marcus the Motivator demand that every single car, every single supermarket has motivational speaker parking. Yeah. Because we're more important than you. Shit, yes, we are. And you need to know it. Yes, you need to know it out there. That's right, you. I'm fucking important. Don't you worry about that. Very fucking important. Imagine you had the VI very fucking important. Sorry, sorry, not VFIP. Sorry, (laughs) yeah, VFIP. Very fucking important. Sorry, it's not. It's not very. It's very VV. So it's very, very fucking important person. I am. Yes. So I have my own spot. Can you imagine having that written on the ground, (laughs) VVFIP in the park? We should go do that one day. Go paint, go paint a VV, VVFIP, like a few in some spots and see what reaction. You should just do it at your house. (laughs) See, that's where I park. Imagine you have it in your house. It's better at a shopping center. You get random fuckers going. And then then you drive up and you go, hey, get out of that parking. Fuck off. I'm a VVFIP. In a completely empty parking lot. Yeah. They happen to park in one spot. They park in one spot. spot. Get the fuck out of the spot. You're not VVFIP. (laughs) It's a great idea. Although I think having it at home is even more of a (laughs) wanker. Like imagine going to someone's house and they have designated parking. Yeah, I might actually do that. Actually, I was going to create a house that at a house that I live in. I was going to create like a parking spot in a certain area. I was going to concrete. Cause I might ride VVFIP in the front so everyone else just. Fucks and if off. anyone parks in there, be like, "Oh, that's my yeah, spot." Mum and dad, what are you doing parking in? <laughs> Fuck off. That would be quite funny, actually. That would oh. be good. Radio, let's move on to the next part. Okay, this one comes from the insider. A man. A dead man pranked his family at his own funeral oh, by wow. using a recording to scream, let me out, as they put his coffin into the ground. Oh. Man in Ireland got the last laugh at his funeral by pranking everyone. So um, they were shocked when they heard his voice as his coffin was lowered into the ground saying, hello, hello, let me out. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pre-recorded. And then he said, um, let me out. It's fucking dark in here. Is that the priest I can hear? This is Shay. I'm in the box. No, in front, in fucking front of you, I'm dead. He then began by saying, hello again. Hello. I just called to say goodbye. So he's completely fucked with them. Yeah. Oh, that's. I don't know. Be sure he said he died after a long illness. Wow. I don't know whether that's just really mean to your family or genius. He wanted to make sure my ma'am would be laughing, leaving the cemetery, not crying. Yeah, true. Everyone's going to be pissed. She said her father's recording was a way of saying. Uh, saying not only goodbye, but to also say, okay, the sadness is over now. Here is a laugh so you can go and celebrate my life with a smile on your face. Not bad. Should just, it would have been better if they'd added like other things like who farted. Yeah. Who, yeah. I don't want to die smelling of someone's smelling, smelling of like someone who, you know, is definitely going to be at your center. I don't want to fucking smell like (laughs) this. Did Jim Jim fart in my car? That that fucker. (laughs) Could you imagine being at a a funeral and you get accused by the dead person of farting in the coffin? Fucking just awkward and funny all at the same time. Yeah, that would be quite good. Oh, you just go out with recordings of secrets like I know Rebecca slept with Tom. Yeah, (laughs) or just random shit, yeah. 
just say crazy. I know this. I know. I know you're a lesbian, or I know. I know. You <laughs> or just conspiracy theories. Yeah, plenty of that. Uh, there's heaps of that. I That'd didn't die. Hillary Clinton had me killed. Yeah. <laughs> or I got shot by I don't know a leader of some <clears throat> country or whatever. I, I was I was taken out because I saw I met who killed JFK and yeah, it was. Whoever who it was, yeah. You could do all kinds of stuff with that. Okay, this one's from news.com.au. A guy said, clearly I caught you. A man was busted trying to cheat in a bizarre Skype job interview. So basically this comes from India and a guy was doing an IT job. And so they were doing it over Skype. Yeah. Someone else was answering the questions and he was just mimicking his voice, his mouth to make it sound like he was saying words. (laughs) And the guy caught him. You just hang up at that point. Like that's what you do, wouldn't you? I don't know. You're trying to get the job. Well, if you're trying, but if you're the one who's caught the guy, wouldn't you just go, thank you, this interview's over, be done with it? Yeah, but this guy decided to record it and then post it online. Okay, fair enough. How the fuck are you going to get away with lip syncing? Uh, No, you're not. Lip syncing your answers. Not going to happen. Hello, I. I, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. It's so fucking such a weird. It's an interesting way to try and do things, but clearly you should try it next time. Mm, nah, because I know I'd fail completely <laughs> if I tried doing. It. I'd love to see you. My try lip to syncing is bad that. enough when I tried to sing in the shower, little alone <laughs> when other things happen. So, all right. Um, this one comes from the College Times. A lion was unleashed on a Pakistani man for demanding wages. Wow. Uh, a caretaker of a religious place here unleashed his pet line on an electrician <laughs> for demanding wages. He actually get paid? Okay. Uh, According to the Pakistani media report, a case of attempt to murder has been registered against the caretaker. Um, According to the police, um, he didn't file any complaint against the guy. Yep. Um as he'd been promised proper treatment of injuries he received in the line attack. But when the guy refused to get his wounds treated and pay the compensation yeah. he'd promised, the guy lodged a complaint. Mm. He had hired him for, him for some work um, at their hall. Um, when he demanded the wages for the completion of the job, the guy told him to come later. Then the kept, he kept delaying the payment, yep. but when he persisted, the other guy got annoyed and unleashed his pet <laughs> lion on him. Oh yeah, fair enough. And the wi- lion, um, the lion wounded his face and arm. His cries for help alerted some passerby, and they rescued him from the lion. Okay, it's an interesting way to try and sort things out. Just unleash a lion straight. Imagine on having side. a pet lion around that you could just unleash on people. I reckon was this Bangladesh, Pakistan, Pakistan. Yeah. I mean, we. How many like Asian country? How many like like um? How would I say like? Yeah, nowhere is it normal to have a pet lion. Like, but they have a whole. Everywhere around the world has like a whole bunch of like different animals as pets. Correct. Not lions. Well, see the thing is, it kind of it's 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 wild to it is nuts to have an animal that, or say aggressive and that. So you're saying you'd have a pet lion at home? No, I wouldn't. Why not? Because I don't want to get eaten alive by my pet. Imagine taking, even going to your supermarket and parking in your um 
VIP parking yeah. and you leave your pet alone. And well, no one's going <laughs> to no want to fuck complain. with you at all. Can you imagine taking like a pet line to like show and tell for school or something? <laughs> For your kid. Just taking it anyway. This is my mm. pet. So my pet line is like the sit, is like is like the kids <laughs> kind of thing. So, so it eats one of the kids. Yeah, that would be interesting. Now another reason why we had the delay is because um, you haven't been able to sleep for weeks ever since this happened. When the um, Fortnite, the map was blown up and replaced with a black hole. You're still trying to come to terms with yeah, it. Yeah, for just. Hasn't been good. A huge asteroid blow blew up the map on Fortnite to end the mark of season ten, and fans have been left unable to play the game, which has been replaced by a black hole. It also Fortnite also deleted all of its tweets, simply running a live stream on the of the black hole on Twitter, which has had more than two hundred ninety thousand likes, hmm. which is just absurd. Fortnite is a massive game. Well, clearly, yeah. I'm not, a ga- I'm not a gaming person, but uh, you're addicted f- to Fortnite. Some friends of mine do play it quite a, quite regularly, from what I've heard. So, well, yes, okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, this one is from your diary and um, Vice. Mm. Confessions of a workplace masturbator. <laughs> it turns out forty percent of New Yorkers masturbated at their jobs, so we found out just how they did it. Now, I don't believe, how the fuck would 40%? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's almost one in two people. Two out of five people you know are masturbating at work according to this. Um, Can you you imagine, right, you're sitting in like like an office of 100 people. Yeah. And and according to this stat, 40% of them have (laughs) had a wank at work. That means of the 100 people, 40 people there. You're probably sitting next to at least one or two of them. Well, statistically- And you're passing papers between them. Statistically, if you look to the left and the right, if neither of them are, then it's going to be you. Then it's going to be you, (laughs) pretty much going to be you, yeah. So tell us, what's it like to masturbate at work? I wouldn't know (laughs) because I'm not one of those 40%. Sure. So I don't know, so- So at this very moment, there's a public masturbation booth in New York City. It's called the Gi-Fi and it holds a laptop and a chair enclosed by a curtain and it was set up as a publicity stunt by a sex toy company. Which How um, many people you actually reckon walked in there and actually had a wank? Few would have. I'm sure sure. they would have. Yeah. Um, Claimed that, well, here is what is messed up. So it says 40% of New Yorkers, but then it goes down into the company claimed that 40% of men in New York masturbate at work. Why 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 are they just why are they singling out just men? I don't know. Probably that because no I sense. feel like men are more likely to masturbate at work. You never know. I don't want to be sexist, but I think men are more likely to masturbate at work. <laughs> <laughs> Reading that figure blew my mind, this guy says. Until that very moment, it never even occurred to me that people might actually get off while on the clock, let alone actually do it myself. Call me a prude, but the workplace had just never struck me as a place you could do that and get away with it. So like any respectable journalist, I asked the internet to come forward with their stories of workplace phallus flogging. Why would you not just say that <laughs> having a wank? Yeah. Uh, 30 or 40 people readily volunteered their tales of wow. adding some artisanal cork onto the tiles of the employee bathroom. Fair enough. 
Um, it seems for the most part, those that have masturbated at work didn't necessarily view it as all that abnormal. One woman told me she felt justified in her office masturbation habit, habits yep. after watching Matthew McConaughey playing a wild-eyed <laughs> stockbroker in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. Claim that he masturbated daily after lunch. Oh, yeah. I, we've all, I think a lot of people have seen that. Wolf what, masturbated Wolf's. daily after lunch? Well, that, that's, people, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what he said. No, in the movie. no, no. Well, you, you were going to say that a lot of people masturbate daily after lunch. I do it all the time, said Josh, a guy in his 20s who works at an office. I've just always used it as a method to calm down and relieve stress during the middle of the workday occasion. Fair enough. Imagine you're in a high stress environment or something. Just go and fucking get one no, out. No, no, no. Well, you're like, hang on. Like your boss <laughs> your boss says, look, I really need you to finish this report by the you end just of the go, day. Give me like, five minutes. I'll give go me on. five minutes. I need to relieve some stress. Have, go and fucking have, go and have a wank. <laughs> and then you come back with um, some stains on the front of your pants. Yeah. Um, so long as you get that work done, I don't think your boss is going to give a fuck, to be uh, honest. Well, maybe he'll give you a fuck. Yeah, that's true. Someone who will call Brad told me, Back when I worked a true nine to five at a law firm, I would look for any reason to escape to the bathroom for 15 minutes to get a break from filing papers. Jerking off is a really good way to spend 15 minutes and sometimes it ended up being the highlight of my day. <laughs> Could you imagine the highlight of your day would be wow. to go masturbate at work? A highlight of your day, yeah, and have a wank. A guy we'll Fair call enough. Charles told me he masturbated in the bathroom of his temp job to starve off boardroom. Yep. I would finish my work hours faster than my supervisor would anticipate and then I'd just wait around while they tried to think of other tasks for me. I viewed it as sort of like a lunch break or a smoke break. Fair enough. Do you know how hard it's going to be if you like to, to jerk off at work and you smoke? Because like all your breaks are taken up by smoking and then you've got to find time to fit in a... Yeah, that's not, not happening. People's reasons for masturbating at their jobs range from the utilitarian as a last-ditch effort hangover cure. Never heard of that. Or a way to break their day up to the erotic. Fair enough. For a few people saying they got a thrill from breaking the taboo of being sexual at work. From a guy we'll call Edward, it was both. I think I'm more productive after I come, or at least... Uh, less distracted. I actually do find it sexual, but maybe that's because I've always felt like men's rooms are erotically charged spaces. The fear of getting caught thing is a real total turn on for me. Each their own. Peter, who frequently pounded off while at work (laughs) at a body shop, made it seem like the fear of getting caught during a work jerk. That's a good term for a work Work jerk. jerk, Having a quick work jerk. Turned you into Bear Grylls. Weird. In mm. the middle of it, your senses are heightened. Your hearing is perfect. So you know when a door is starting to open, your vision is crystal clear. It's like you're on the defense, defensive as much as you're horny. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Many, many people told me they felt the activity should be destigmatized. Yeah. Anyway. Fucking all these bigots judging people, yeah. jacking off at work. I don't think jacking off is any worse or better than taking a shit. <laughs> Said a guy we'll call Tony who masturbated wow. at multiple jobs while he was in high school. <laughs> Fair enough. It's arguably better because it doesn't smell. 
He, okay, anyway. Tony told me he'd masturbated while working the scoreboard at a community <laughs> softball oh game while he was supposed to be watching <laughs> over <laughs> an outdoor ice skating rink and once during a shift at Taco Bell. Shit. <laughs> oh, God. I'm certain that teenagers are jerking off at their jobs all the time, says a man we'll call John. I'm mainly certain because I did it. John worked as a busboy at a right, yacht club anyway, and would gauge in what he called fucking, three to five minutes of intense. Fucking enough of masturbating intense, at work. Right, let's move on. Intense intentional. Jesus. Who wouldn't call it intense intentional masturbation? Oh, God. It wasn't like I was trying to sabotage anyone's meal. But thinking back, I'm not sure if I'd actually wash. Okay, we get it. Hang on, hang on. But thinking back, I'm not sure if I'd actually wash my hands afterwards. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, we get it. A lot of people like to have a wank at work. Hang on. But so far, we've only covered men. So now a woman will call Jenny, who's masturbated at her office as an act of rebellion, warned that those who did... Don't, who do it to silently resist their job or alleviate boredom might want to think twice before engaging in hand-to-gland combat at work. Not b- because of morals or propriety or whatever, she clarified, but because masturbation isn't something you want to do hastily at the same place you hate going every day. Anyway. He... um. So another guy says you shouldn't that the act could potentially sexualize a shared space in a way that others may not feel appropriate. <laughs> yeah, thing. <laughs> Jing O in the workplace breaks an unspoken oh social God. contract Jeez. that the bathroom is all yours to dump your sorrows away. In the era of an open office plan, the bathroom stall is the only truly private place. Anyway, let's. How much more do you want to keep going on about having a wank at work? Well, I think you got to. You should, a you lot. should try and come back. No, I'll, I'll be okay. Well, that was all the stories we have for today. A lot of people like having a wank at work, quite clearly. So why do you do it? I don't do it. No. Why not? Oh, I don't. Why not? I don't have time to. Let's be <laughs> honest. For yeah, one. if you had more time, you'd just be. Well, okay. If I, well, I mean, do, do you do it? No, of course not. <laughs> I mean, you just, I don't have, to, I don't have time to have a wank at work. I'm way too busy actually doing work. Jeez, that's a bit weird. I know it's boring, but that's actually what generally you go to work and get paid to do. I would have thought sometimes. It's work. Or either that or my work is in such a public arena that let's be honest, <laughs> I'm not going to have a wank <laughs> in the middle of where I am where there's hundreds if not thousands of people around me when I'm performing and doing what I do best. So, What would be the best job to wank at work at? Oh, I did. There was, there was a recept. I heard I did. I was a receptionist. Over- I heard. No, no, no. So- I heard a story because they Imagine asked a receptionist. You walk in the thing no. and you're like, <laughs> "No, there was a hi. How can I help you?" <laughs> there was, there was like an office receptionist female who would get extremely bored, and she apparently was sitting at a desk like in the reception where it was like frosted glass at the front, so she could see when people were walking past or coming in coming into the office. And apparently, what she would do is she would play with herself and when she saw someone coming past in the frosted glass, she'd just stop. 
That's what she would do. I can't un- like you would have to have a situation where you, you go know away how. to that. And you know, no, it was on a radio program. Someone oh, sure. called into a radio program. So. Sure, people just call in the radio programs about how they wank at work. <laughs> We've had how many people write about <laughs> it? Like I'm sure the the same people would call into a radio say, station and say the same thing, basically. I guess so. Now I have a very interesting question for you. There was a um. There was this um, device that's come out that basically allows you to have virtual sex with your partner, even if they're not in the same room. So there's the fake vagina and then there's the fake penis. So it and it replicates the movements, right? So the the fa- the woman uses the fake penis or the whatever uses the fake penis, and then the man or the whatever uses the fake vagina. Yeah, and then it replicates the movement. Yeah. Now. So if you have that, could you have, so now that we have like outsourcing of all these like telephone operations and everything, could you outsource your prostitutes? (laughs) Wait, no, you could go even better. The wife could like outsource someone's sex to someone else when the husband might be think they're actually virtually having sex with their wife when they're in actual fact or vice versa, whichever the, the way you want it The wife is just sitting there like, oh, this is great. This is great. I mean, well, they're yeah, not doing, they're not doing it's anything like the while the husband yeah, they, or someone else is doing, oh, that's, yeah. Imagine they're like, oh, wow, you got so much better at this. Yeah. <laughs> just completely uh, fucked, just fucked up completely. Yeah, but imagine having... It, I couldn't no, have no for virtual brothel. sex. No. What? <laughs> or, you know, you just have like things lined up. Regardless, you're basically just fucking a machine anyway. Yes, you are. That's what you're doing. But you're not it, fucking an actual, having sex with an actual person. Yeah. So then therefore, is it really no. a problem to outsource your... Well, you just walk into a shop, close up and just... Go away at whatever the fuck you feel like, pretty much. So just go away at the hole at whatever the hole is in, pretty much. So it's a fantastic world we live in. Well, that is the world we live in now. Where you can outsource your, you can outsource a lot of things these days. Like that guy, a guy outsourcing his job interview. Yeah, you can outsource anything. So we know someone who's outsourced um, doing exams. Yes. So you can outsource pretty much anything these Which days. I still don't understand how the fuck. Neither do I, but anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. So how, uh, how, yeah, how the fuck do people This is the world we live in, basically. A lot of things a lot more things are now possible than 20, 30 years ago. So True, true. So it just it is the way it is, pretty much. So Yeah. So. We got anything else we want to talk about? Not unless you do. No, I don't. That has been the Fourth Place Podcast. Go fuck yourself. Yes. And hire a virtual prostitute. Yeah. It's going to save your life. <laughs> and drink half a liter of vodka. Drink half a liter of vodka. If you learn anything from today. Drink half a liter of vodka. If you need an excuse to drink half a liter of vodka, <laughs> drink some metho and you'll be all good. <laughs>